yes, you have to track your expenses. You have to know basically how much you're going to be um, spending on this project. Basically, uh, how much you're going to be paying freelancers if, if, if you need a title designer, if you need a character designer, if you need any, an illustrator or animator, you have to know how much it's going to cost you. There you have it. That was a clip from my interview with Godwin. He is the founder of Text Teams. They are an animation studio that really specialize in telling incredible stories to the public in a clear and concise way. Godwin has an amazing work ethic, and so I learned a lot from him about his ethos and his reason to be raison d'être. And so this is an exciting episode, and if you're listening to this, and sometimes if you've just felt lost as a creator, I think you're really going to find value in this episode. So don't go anywhere. I want to jump right into it because there's so much to unpack here. Just want to say thanks again for your time listening to The Creative Kind Show. Thank you so much, Godwin, for agreeing to come and speak with me on The Creative Kind Show. And... I love that you are the founder and digital director of Text Teams, and you have a lot of experience doing animations. So maybe tell me about how your company started in 2017, uh, late 2017. What propelled you to make your own video content and animations as an entrepreneur? Yes. Uh Obviously, I've, um, I studied in the uni, I did IT, basically. Um, I did a little bit of animation. I focused more on programming, creating applications. But I always enjoyed drawing because I, I used to draw uh, when I was a kid. Uh, I did a lot of landscape drawings, a lot of comics. But I sort of strayed away from that and I moved on to more programming and what was going on at the time, basically. But uh, I, I started freelancing again um, on Upwork, and most of my projects were actually animation projects. And I decided to actually start up a business then. Um, I uh, decided to take seriously start my studio, get my drawing tabs and, uh, and the right softwares as well. Um, that's, that's how it, it kicked off, basically. And uh, during the pandemic, I had to take it extremely seriously because um, it was uh, the only uh, stuff I had at the time. And you mentioned your experience with Upwork. I'd be curious to hear a little bit more about that. It's something that I haven't dabbled in. How have you found Upwork to be of influence to your career in terms of being a either a large portion of your incoming revenue from new projects? Or would you say that um, it was more important at the beginning but you don't rely on upwork as much now obviously when you start you have to start as a freelancer you have to actually get and understand the entire process I, I always advise you you actually get to do the entire process before you move on to creating your own animation studio even if it's a virtual animation studio or like you have a physical space basically but before that it's always good you start from freelance platforms I've, I've tried a couple um i actually started with this freelance platform i freelance.com 
or um, when I joined Upwork, it was more, much more better. Um, the clients were much better. Um, searches, queries were more streamlined, much more better and uh, more, more accurate, basically. And um, it influenced, basically, you could say uh, Upwork is one of the reasons why I um, focused more on animation. Because, uh, like I said, I, 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 most of the projects I was bidding for at the time was animation projects, and I did very well at them. And I got them, and I decided, wow, uh, yeah, you could, you could do this. You could actually go forward. So I decided drawing my own animations, basically frame by frame. Interesting. And so you say that you found that it was almost a, a better relationship. In what sense? Can you just elaborate on that and how you found that the clients were just like. I mean, it's just more reliable or yeah yeah more reliable plus uh you could you, you could do the same on freelance.com now i i i i bet but at the time upwork was much better and still better um obviously there are other platforms as well but uh upwork basically you could choose the the, the clients um clients are very nice they um when um, depending on how verified that client is um on that platform you could you could do business for years. You could have recurring projects with the same clients actually for a long time. Yeah, totally. I mean, that makes sense. Like even my own experience using something like Fiverr, I've come back to the same uh, voice talent again and again because we like their work. Yeah. Um, for for you, what is it about animation in particular, in motion graphics, that's really drawn you in and what is it about animation that gets you so fired up um like i said uh, i used to obviously draw when i was as a little kid more into comics uh um i i'd even drawn the sands actually because i'm originally nigerian and so you you have the sands on the floor sometimes and i'd actually draw comics and stories on, on those sands and um, I, I just sort of strayed away from it, but then I got back to it again. I, I love to watch animation uh, movies. Um, one of my best in recent time is, is actually The Avatar. I don't know if you've seen that one. Uh, um, I don't know if you've seen that. The Avatar. It's, yeah. it's, it's yes, yes. Um, the different um, elements and stuff, the use of water, rocks, and just um, emotions, uh, the, the reactions. Um, amazing, amazing. Um, anyways, like I said, I I always want to keep on. Um, I want to have a type of animation that is actually recognized. Um, a, a type of animation or a content that anytime you see it, you know this is Texting Studios. Basically, even if it's the character and the, or the way the character is being drawn or animated, it's going to be special. Basically, uh, so that's that's one single drive. One, one one other drive I have as well going forward um, that I, I would love to see my own type of animation that's recognized, basically. Yeah, kind of working towards building your own unique style. I think that that's often a goal that a lot of people strive for. So I commend you for making the effort to work towards that because uh, I do think that it takes time to like find that that voice right like that unique style that's representative of you what would what would you say uh is somewhat of your style for my listeners who maybe are less familiar with animation 
Uh, right now, I'm, I'm more into the frame by frame 2D animation. Um, obviously, drawing, uh, using 2D animation in 3D backgrounds and, and um, putting them all together. Um, that's 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 my kind of style right now. But obviously, I'd I'd need to uh, improve uh, because I, I think the future is going to be the metaverse, and that means you'll be dealing with a lot of three D elements uh, and three D objects around. and And I'd love to move on to to that. Basically, that's the ultimate goal. Yeah, that's cool. I've done a bit of three D design, and it's like it's complex to just wrap your head around using like 3d cameras and movement um, well it's amazing it's fun though i actually i actually love uh, 3d um i dabbled into game development sometime in the past as well and uh, okay. i got the opportunity to work with uh unity platform nice. and i used to try to create uh environments and and um characters um, working with cameras from different angles as well. Um, but I sort of straight away, I don't know, I was, I was always into that. That's true. But at the end of the day, I came back to animation as well. So um, you always come back to what you love, what you do, what you enjoy doing. Yeah, like what you enjoy doing the most. Yeah, it, it sounds like you keep very active. So I want to help my listener understand when would you say it's more valuable to have an animation versus when when it makes sense to either record something yourself or to hire a production agency. Like, what do you think are the best type of videos for animated content? Uh, because I know that, like, explainer videos, right? Kind of explaining complex topics. That's often where you see a lot of animation, but... What are other instances that maybe people haven't thought of where an animated video might make sense or like work well? Basically, uh, there are so many industries that right now they they actually don't um, work with animations. Um, they usually say uh, we don't we don't really advertise um, with animations right now. We, we don't think we can show our content. Uh, sorry, our products to the customers more or better. You know, they're not really into it. Um, one is the construction industry, I, I noticed. Um, I've actually done some projects for some construction companies as well, but most construction companies have actually approached. Um, they've always uh, had that some kind of fear, I don't know, that it's not going to work or this is not your style or something of that sort. Um, anyways, I think animations can be used in different ways to explain different stuff. Um, like I said, we'll be going into the future of the metaverse now, virtual worlds, and we'll be seeing more animated um, objects and more um, 3D objects as well. So um, it's there's a there's there's a lot of room for expansion basically when it comes to the the industry. Yeah, totally. There's so much room for growth, I think. And construction, interesting that that was an area that you found could definitely rely on animated videos. I would say that, like a lot of training too, right? Just in the training videos sometimes. Is there one sector in particular that you personally love to work in? Um, I've done, uh, um, okay, basically uh, I work with different sectors. I, I don't really have like a specific niche, which is one of the stuff I would like to uh, 
I would love to be, I would love to have like a specific or a group of niches or a group of industries that I target basically. And I, I think that's the best way any um, animation uh, studio should go about it. They should focus on either the legal industry or the uh, the, the health industry, or um, um, doing um, uh, video um, contents for cryptocurrencies. And um, for me, basically, I, I love the legal industry. I've done more projects for the legal legal industry, the the health industry as well. That's that's what I've I've actually focused on more. Yeah, I mean, especially this time, right? Like with COVID, that's a a good good sector to be helping a commendable sec- uh, sector to be working yes there. yes 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 um i've had to do a project where i had to animate uh the covid it was kind of like a funny uh, it's just kind of a funny scene uh you had the, the character and she had like a shield and a, and a sword and she was trying to uh, protect herself from uh the virus basically <laughs> it's the virus yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah I've had some funny ideas on on video on videos that um, short videos that I could create for the pandemic, basically uh, funny videos um, that I would love to work on as well. Um, obviously, you need the time to do this. You have to set the time aside because there's always that project that you have to finish and that project that you have to do. Mm, yeah, I mean it's a it's a good point, right? And it's a good uh, element to bring up. I mean, even before we started the interview, you were telling me about one of the personal projects you were working on last night and so how would you say you balance the demands and the requests as well as the uh, expectation that you need to be taking paid work versus doing work for yourself there is a obviously there is a set um, schedule and a daily task. Uh, my personal projects usually come in after uh, seven eight p.m. Probably ten, and sometimes I end up sleeping at three, um, sometimes four, and then I have to wake up. Sometimes I have to wake up every time. I have to wake up at eight nine o'clock and start up again. Obviously with the same, it's it's the same rotation. But my personal projects always come in from. 10 p.m. and yeah, and I just sit, draw, and keep on animating, you know, looking for contents and uh, putting contents together, stuff like that. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So you save the evenings for yourself. Yes. 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 Um, it's prevented me from um, going out for the past two years. Like often, um, I don't really go. I've lost a lot of friends now because of that so um, but that's that's the way I want to go you know um, until basically I have um, a unique type of uh, content and animation that people actually recognize mm. you want to stay in and just you know solely work on your craft yes yes so tell me Godwin what's one of the biggest achievements or milestones that you've reached that you're most proud of well, uh, I'd say for me personally, it's the the ability to do business with the local businesses. Um, the fact that the local businesses can actually come to be to create their video art campaigns and video their animations. Um, that's that's what the biggest milestone for me at this point in time. The, the, that's 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 why I could say um, I, I have businesses around on the island that I'd like 
um, 35 years old and they actually come to me and I actually create the animations for them. They trust me to tr help them transition into the uh, the social media world of today and uh, um, using Facebook ad campaigns as well for them. Um, that's the milestone, I'd say. Wow, that's cool. Congratulations. Uh, so you're getting a bit more experience in the ad space, yeah? Yes, um, I do my, my marketing myself as well. Uh, so yeah, and I help other businesses uh, when they're marketing campaigns as well. So here, um, on, here in Malta. From your experience, what have you found to be the most successful platform on social media to run ads on? And maybe it's not, it's maybe it's like Google Ads or something like this, but what have you seen recurring the greatest success with your ad spend, whether your own or with your clients? For some clients, um, basically, I'd say they've made more impressions and they've had more uh, profits doing or focusing their ad campaigns on Facebook. But generally, I, I personally think you have to advertise on every single social media platform. Um, you, you could have the same ad, the same video content, but then you run it on Facebook, you run it on Instagram, you have it on Google, so you'd actually increase your SEO and you'd be, you'd be ranked higher. And you have it on even TikTok right now, basically. Uh, so uh, for me, Facebook is the best. Facebook is the best platform you could advertise right now because that's what they're actually focused on and because the percentage of people that actually use that platform is incredible. Yeah, so just by market alone, you feel that, like market size alone, feel that Facebook has one of the biggest benefits. Yeah. Yes, uh, where, where people actually go through contents and they have the idea that, oh, this is a great product or this is a great service. Um, on, on TikTok, yes, for example, on TikTok, when you go through videos, uh, yeah, people usually look at the contents, don't get me wrong, but I don't think anyone just basically goes through um, TikTok looking for the best service or looking for it. Facebook has always been that, that I call them pioneers when it comes to social media advertising um, right now, actually. So, Yeah. So I guess I can ask you, what's a secret or a lesson you wish you had known before you started? Maybe when it comes to advertising, but maybe when it also comes to just running a business. What's a piece of advice maybe that you would share with others that you wish you had received? There's a couple of um, um, tips, though. I, I just to just let people uh, or uh, people know out there. Um, one of the things, number one stuff, I would say is you have to offer value, um, your content. You, you have to spend, it have to be that extra five, 10 seconds in your content where um, people are like, wow, you know, people actually like say, I'd love to work with this person. Um, one of the tip I'd love to give that I wish I did know that I, I sort of didn't go that way, but right now I know and I probably wouldn't have make that 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 um, option was managing cash cash flow um where i do a content for a client without getting um getting paid uh, until the project is actually ready and then i get paid do you understand sometimes this drags on you know over and over clients client has to i i want this changed i want this done in the scripts and then you have to you have to get the voice over done again um why understood now is 
I always take 50 now or half now. And, and when the project is done, you take 50% later. Um, you, I, I do charges and let the client know, listen, after we get pa past each stages, either the voiceover or scripting stage, for, for us to have an update, there will be some kind of charges. Um, I, I wish I... And I, I am still trying to actually, I need to improve my SEO even better um, on my website. Uh, and I think everyone should actually focus on that as well if you want to rank higher. Um, you have to invest wisely on, on studio equipment, kits. You can just go out buying equipment. You have to get equipment according to, uh, to the projects you'll be, you'll be, you'll be, you'll be doing basically. And you have to create the right network of freelancers because if you want to scale um, as, a, as an animator or someone who has an animation business, you have to have the right network of freelancers that you can trust, the, the, the right people that, you know, you can give a project and you'll be satisfied when the project is back. So you can actually take more projects and you'll be able to make more profits at the end of the year, always increase prices. Obviously, if you're doing contents and your contents are, are great and people actually love the contents and you in demand, I always say you should increase prices, basically. Uh, that's, that's about it. That's about it. And one more thing. Yeah, just one more yeah. thing. Yes, you have to track your expenses. You have to know basically how much you're going to be um, spending on this project, basically uh, how much... You're going to be paying freelancers if, if, if you need a title designer, if you need a character designer, if you need an, an illustrator or animator, you have to know how much it's going to cost you. Um, the softwares, uh, equipments that will be used and stuff like that. Um, um, you have to know these things, basically. So you have to be able to track your expenses. And if you're running a virtual studio, um, then you have to know how much your softwares cost, the applications you'll be using, how much you're going to cost, um, how much the freelancers as well would cost you. So you'll be able to make a um, significant amount of profit or actually understand how much profit you're making, basically. Yeah, wow. That was a ton of value-packed info that you just dropped. So I hope if you're listening, you're taking notes because I think a lot of what you just shared there, like everything from getting 50% up front, making sure that by getting, even if it's a small deposit, depending if it's just like early in the project, it's shocking how much that that can incentivize someone to move forward. Then if you do something that they've not put any finance down, it's easier for them to pull the plug. So once they have money on the table, they're like kind of committed. Yes, and plus uh, you could have projects. I've actually worked on projects where it dragged on for months. And uh, if I didn't have other projects coming in and I was able to delegate tasks and stuff like that, I would have been in serious trouble. You had, I had a client that she got her project done and she went back, obviously showed it to the office and everybody had their own input and everyone, we had to actually go back and start over from script level. And, and then I was like, oh my God, if I put charges in between going back and not unlimited revisions and all this stuff, uh, Probably I'll be getting a value for, for my work right now. I'll be getting the, the right payments for my work and I'll be feeling like I'm actually going back to do something I shouldn't be doing right now. Um, 
So it's always important. Even if you get 50 now and then 25 later when the video is ready and 25 after the video review and everything is ready and done. But you should always manage that cash flow properly. Mm, yeah, no, that's a good point. Yeah, I, I think that having a, an effective contract can really help. Like one of the things that's been a big takeaway for me moving forward is to also, on top of expectations on deposit and things like that, kind of what you almost talked about there is, but it's, it's putting a timeline on contracts so that there's an in, embedded expectation as to when the work will be completed. Uh, and I find that that just will add a bit of healthy pressure to clients so that they're not just kind of like leaving you in the lunch if it's not a priority for them at that present moment. You know, you're not just waiting, waiting and revisions and things like this. Like, you know what you need. You're ready to move ahead. That, that's why it's it's very important that when, obviously, when you first meet a potential client, the, one of the first things I do is I absolutely listen. And I have this voice in my head that just keep quiet and listen and try to understand what the client wants. Absolutely. So you'd know what, what where, where to go from there, um, what, what to say, um, do you understand how to attack the project, basically. Exactly. Awesome. So Godwin, we're coming up to the end of the half hour. How can people reach out to you? What's the best way for them if they're interested to get a animated video or to learn more about your work, to see examples? How can they reach you? Where can they find you on social? Okay, so basically, uh, I you can reach us through our website. You can write us on our website at Um, You can also reach me on LinkedIn, mostly on LinkedIn, and you get a reply instantaneously, uh, almost. Um, you can also reach me on email, via email, uh, Gmail. Um, at textteams20 at gmail.com um, and I would be willing to um, speak to you about your project if you have any any questions um, about future projects or any projects you would, you'd want to, to carry on and or if animation would be the best way to go for for your marketing campaigns yes you can all, always reach me on there and you're on Instagram too? Yes, yes, yes. I um I have Instagram, um, um, Twitter account as well, Facebook. I'm I'm all over. I'm all over. Sweet, and that's text as in T E X teams. Was there anything that we didn't get a chance to chat about that maybe you wanted to to speak on, or was there anything that you wanted to share? Maybe it was an upcoming project, anything of that nature. I just wanted to give some advice to young animators uh, or animators that will be looking to, or people that will be looking to get into the animation industry, basically. I think they should master the process first. It's always important they understand the process. They master the whole process of doing the project, um, um, what, what entails, the things you have to do, the different process of doing a project from start to finish before you have an animated video. Um, I think um, the young animators, they should try to improve their reputation. Always increase price so that there's room for expansion, just in case you need to employ someone to make that video look ex 
to give you that extra touch for your next project and for that client to actually come back to you and say, listen, I would love a new project. I'd love you to do something else for me as well. Um, you can always have uh, stuff online to, to, to build your reputation. You could offer free online courses. Uh, you could um, offer free contents, always produce free contents and put them out on YouTube for people to see what you're capable of, basically, what your studio can do. Um, that's, that's, that's all I, I had to say um, right now. Yeah, no, I love that advice. And I think that it's just about really showing, right? Like showing off, not being afraid, not feeling anxiety around putting out your work. Uh, I think a lot of people do, they feel like they're perfectionists and things like this. They're not willing to share it. But honestly, if you're not doing that, then you're not being seen and you're not being front of mind when an opportunity presents itself. And, and I'll tell you, the, the community, the animation community, they're very nice, actually. So if, if you have your, your, your work and your, your projects that you, you feel like you want to post, post them, get, put them out there, have like a YouTube channel where we get the opportunity to see your work and would we'll, we'll give you feedbacks as well. Yeah, absolutely. It's, some, it's something that I need to work a bit more on. But uh, last question for you, Godwin. What does creativity mean to you? Uh, basically, creativity is uh, it's it's the ability for some of, of not just someone or a group of people to to uh, come up with something valuable. Basically, to uh, basically without creativity, won't be where we are right now. Won't be able to come up with the animation videos and the projects that we've had that have actually made us into the 21st century we are today. And so creativity has been very, very um, important. It's the ability to discover new ideas and the ability to actually um, uh, get those ideas out there and for people to see and be like, wow, that's, that's all I have to say. That's my own definition of, of creativity. Amazing. I love that definition. The power of just getting your ideas out there and sharing that with the world. It's, it's a mirror through which life is seen. Um, that's another way you can see it. Right, creativity. Amazing. Yeah, no, that's that's beautiful. So I just want to say I thank you, Godwin, for, for making time this morning to come and to be on the creative kind all the way from Malta. But also I want to I want to recognize the amazing and the innovative work that you're doing and the hard work ethic that you have and and the the drive that I can sense from you to go after your goals. So it's it's fueling and I think people are going to love this episode and I just want to say keep up the great work, man. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. You too. Thank you. So there you have it. That was my interview with Godwin. He is the founder of Tex Teams. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Creative Kind show and have been really listening to this whole entire season where I speak with people who work in the video production, animation, and creative sector, really working with film and TV production. So Godwin was such an inspiring guest. I know that for myself, 
We took a lot away from that conversation, especially around his work when it comes to strategy behind client relations. So if you found that this episode was motivational, I would encourage you to share it with somebody that you think could benefit from them and let them know why you think that they would benefit from listening to this episode. And if you haven't yet, take a gander down throughout the creative kind and check out episode 52, why animation is key for your marketing strategy with Anthony Walker, or even give a listen to episode 50, where I speak with Monica Nurakati and we talk about growing a loyal YouTube following. So there's been a ton of amazing content so far and I just want to say thanks again for trusting me and giving me your time to hear the creative kind. Definitely make sure that you check out the sustainable kind. I just put out a brand new episode as well with an interesting innovator there in the plastic waste space. So thanks so much for listening in and I hope that you have a great rest of your day. This is your host Alex Leonard. Uh, AL Media Production, helping brands talk about sustainability. We are Sustainable Media. This is Alex Leonard, host of the Creative Kind podcast and owner of the creative company AL Media. My business specializes in videos, mural paintings, and illustrations. From working as a radio DJ, journalist, illustrator, painter, and now video editor, I've worn many creative hats. So visit alexleonardmedia.com to work together.